You're listening to only the best internet radio station in the world. No, the universe. WNT9 Talk Radio, and I am your host, King Henry. Man, we got a good one today. 
a good one today, man. We got a good, good, good brother by the name of Omega X1 artist, uh, recording artist, TV, films, actor, all of that, man, all of that. So uh, without further ado, man, I want to bring this brother on and have him share some of what he's been doing and um, sit back and relax, man. Enjoy this. Omega X1, you in the house. Yeah, man, we here, man. We just doing what it do, you know? Thanking God for you right now, man. You just for a chance to uh, uh, talk on the program and things like that, man. Uh, I'm really digging your, uh, your radio show, man. It's number one truly, bro. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate that. Uh, coming from you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's, that's real strong and heavy, man. Cause, uh, I remember, uh, I remember way back, man, you had a, uh, uh, a group, I think Passaic, New Jersey, or was it Patterson? I think Passaic, New Jersey, yeah, Passaic. Legion, yeah. Legions of, Legion Doom. of Doom. Yeah, man. man. Yeah, man. Legion of Doom. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, we we uh we did a lot of stuff back there, man. A lot of people don't know, man. Like uh, we were all in uh, on the East Coast, man, and down south, man. You know, uh, we did a lot of stuff, man. Um, I was in the we uh, did a lot of stuff in New York City, man. Was in the same uh, uh, stable with when they had uh, Eric B and Rock Tam and all those cats, man. Well, um, before when it was on Zakia, before they went to Fourth and Broadway, you know, all that. I, I got some stories for you, man. You know. Yeah, man. No, no doubt. I remember all of that, you know, um, that, uh, actually you all were the first ones that I seen do a music video, you know, live yeah, and up man. close right there in Passaic. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's when we did, uh, the movie, uh, uh, we did the video Strong black movement and, um, it's back then I was pioneering a lot of stuff, man, you know, because New York, had it going on, being that we were from Jersey, right. like Jersey cats didn't see a lot, you right, know. Right. Um, they, we wanted a lot, but politics were, um, played a big part back then, you know. If you wasn't from the city, you know, you wasn't going to be able to get out. It was very hard for you to get out, you know. So only a select few, like hitting the lottery from Jersey, was able like, to really bust through, you know, and they shared the love like that. Because I got offered, matter of fact, uh, uh, just real quick, I got offered several times you know, to sign, but they wanted me to lie to say that I was from New York and I just wasn't going to do that. Wow, man. Yeah, I, would that's, a, <laughs> yeah. I would be a pariah, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. Nah, man, I can't do that, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even in Harlem, man, they was telling me that. Yeah, man, say you from Harlem. You know what I'm saying? Right. You could use my address. I'm like, yeah, but what about when I go home? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. You ever think one of these... <laughs> one of these uh, cameras might follow you home. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, this your somebody second gonna ask you something. Somebody asked you something from New York, from Harlem or something like that. You don't know nothing about it. You know what I'm saying? You don't know the streets. You don't know what's going down over there. So I'm like, I can't, you can't do that, man. You know, so that kept us from getting major deals, man, because we wouldn't lie like that, you know? You know? We, we some cats took the bait, but I'm going to stay quiet on that. Some people, you know, some yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well, you know, you know what's what's deep about that is that uh, anybody that's in entertainment, um, whether it's TV or radio, you're going to get yeah, presented with some weird stuff, and usually that's yeah, called man. that's what they was calling selling your soul when you would actually do with the weird yeah, stuff. You know what I'm saying? Man. So I yeah, think that's man. uh that's very powerful that you all didn't do that 
and you stayed true to what you uh what you really loved. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man. When when was that first beginning for you as far as your musical uh experience, the journey? When when was that? Man, uh, I, it's, it's a good question, brother. Uh, I'm gonna tell you what sticks out in my mind. Um, when I was uh, 14, when I was 14 years old, man, I um, got a hold of, of a tape. Because back then, you know, like I was rocking like, you know, these uh, big boom boxes and stuff, you know. When I was 14, I remember this, man, before before the boom box came out, they had little radios, you know. My mother had like this double cassette thing, like this, it was small though. It wasn't it wasn't called a boom box yet, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. but, but it was a cassette player, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. The, the you, you record your voice at school, you know. And somebody gave me a tape, man, of a group um, that was out of East Orange. And it's real funny about that story, too, because they, they wound up um, uh, being sound on sound, which actually uh, became, uh, they took three people from there and actually became, uh, what you got, uh, Rappers Delight and all that kind of stuff, you know. But anyway, anyway, but sound on sound was, uh, um, I got a kid and I heard these guys rapping and everything, you know. And I tell you, man, um, I was hooked from day one, man. I was just hooked. Now, this is, now you got to think now, man, um, I'm going back like 40 some odd years. You know what right. I'm saying? Right? Because right. I, 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 ain't, I ain't no young buck, bro. Right. I went back, I'm going 40, I've been doing this a long time. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, uh, uh, I remember, man, when I, uh, it was a talent show. And um, I remember in the talent show, man, I, I wrote my first rap. Um, and, it, and it really was, you know, it was, it was fly back then, but it's corny today. But um, <laughs> I, uh, I'm dating myself, you know, corny, you know, very corny. So, I, um, I um, uh, entered the contest, man, and there was another cat that was there too, and uh, he 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 lived in New York. Uh, I'm not sorry, he his father lived in New York, but he lived in uh, Patterson, and he blew me out the water. He wow. blew me out the water because he was around those New York cats. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So he was over there, uh, like with Bambada and all of them. Like, like, like his family knew them. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when he came, he came what, with a flair that I never heard, and I didn't even hear it from sounds on sound. And so that made me say, yo, I want to go deeper. And the rest was history. Mm. Wow. Yeah, man. So so have you yeah, been man. in any uh any groups or, or, or bands? Oh man, oh man. You gotta think, man. Listen, listen, this 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 how far back my writing ability goes, right? My writing and being in groups, right? When um by the time I was, I had wrote so much since I was, I was writing since, and, uh, since I was 14 years old. Wow. By the time I reached 16, 17 years old, I was writing for choirs, writing for bands, writing for groups, writing for soloists, writing for rappers. They used to come to my house and I used, I used to have notebooks. They used to ask me to write. People used to pay me to write <laughs> rants and go battle people. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And, and listen here, then uh, there was a guy by the name of Larry Smith, right? Mm-hmm. Larry Smith, could sing like nobody's business. You know, um, he's going on to be a guy now. But he, he, uh, um, yo, man, he, uh, he, the brother could sing. The whole family was bad. I'm talking about, they, they was like Michael Jackson and the family. It was just bad. So I got around him and he taught me the singing aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I started, um, I started writing with those guys. Now, these are the men, they was hanging around. Uh, with legendary bands back in the day. I mean, legendary bands. These cats knew Cameo. They knew Earth, Wind, and Fire. Right. They knew, like, they knew some people, man. 
So I used to go hang out with these cats, right? And I'm meeting all these different people, man. You know, because like uh, I, I was sneaking to a club that was called the Peppermint Lounge, right? <laughs> yeah, and God yeah. only knows you, you can you can meet from everybody up in there. Yep. You know what I'm saying, right? Yep. And yep. um, yo, man, I just started um writing for people, man, and writing people, not knowing that this was, and I could have been getting paid. So right. they was just taking advantage of me, man. You know what I mean? I was just writing and writing and writing, not knowing the value of my craft. And I'm going to tell you right now, man, a lot of hit records uh, was made off the stuff that I wrote. You know mm. what I mean? And that's fact. And that's fact. I had stuff stolen from me. Record companies took stuff from me. I was naive at, the, at that time. You, know you, did, I mean? you did a you did a, I, a song. Excuse me, but you did it uh, before. I forget this. You did a song with uh, Larry. Yeah, man. Oh, it's funny that you brought that up. Check this out. We are. Um, I I I was the first. Say you can't. I was, I, I challenge anybody to find this. Right. Find me anywhere that where gospel met rap before 1980. Find me that recording. You can't. I was the first one to ever mix rap with gospel. In the kids, matter of fact, I got contacted about that. In the history of music, they can't find it because I wrote it in 1979, right? The same year that, uh, uh, um, actually, 1978, class 79, is when we did the documentary Scared Straight, which is an Oscar winning, um, you know, documentary, you know. So we did that with Arnold Shapiro in California. So after that, right after that, right after that, the very same summer, I wrote a song called I Heard the Voice, which I still have today, and a song called Teach the Word. And um, that got records floating around somewhere. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, but it was never officially released. And I'm going to share something with you. While um, I was everybody loved the record, uh, the radio station, like, we don't know what to do with it. The industry said, we don't know what to do with it. Come to show you, two, three years later, um, that record had floated over to uh, somebody who knew um, uh, the group that made it. It's time, time to make a change. We are the people right, who right. can do it. Yeah, 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 them guys, right? So the uh, um, next thing we know, they come out with a song called It's Time. And they came out, they put the rap inside of that, and they got an Oscar, I'm not, excuse me, a, um, a music award, a summer music award, but they said for the first time where rap meets gospel. And I like to fell out my seat, man. I said, I've been pushing <laughs> that thing for three, four years. Yeah. And they, they make it, and they, and they get an award. You know what I'm saying? But, but, but I, knew, I know the guy who leaked that tape. I know the guy who leaked my tape who did that. Well, I recorded that with Larry Smith. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think yeah, that uh, teach the word was it? Is it teach the word or preach the word? Teach the word, right? Teach the word. Teach the word. Teach right. The word. Teach the word came second. That yeah. was the follow up that I did back then. I did that with Paul Kaiser uh, and uh, and Charisma Records. You know what I'm saying? Charisma Records was the guy who had uh, they did um, Paul Kaiser and Charisma Records. They had Body and Soul and um, uh, Baby Bush and all the rest of these cats, you know what I mean? And uh, the rest of those cats, something like that. Anyway, they had a bunch of soul groups. So when I came along, like, um, they didn't know what to do with me, man, because I was writing stuff before it's time. I just kept writing stuff before it's time. And it just kept happening over and over and over. I was the first guy who took Dennis Edwards' record and um, I took the bass off and don't look any further. I went to Zakia uh, uh, Records and we were from Jersey. That's where we had the Legion of Doom. We wrote a song called Jersey Busting Out. Cutmaster DC was the A&R man. That, uh, the woman that was in the, uh, the secretary name was Agnes. That was her name. Her name was Agnes. It was a um, really nice uh, a white older woman. She was really, really nice. 
very, very kind. And uh, Robert Hill, uh, a lady that they were the president, and um, the guy who made Brooklyn's in the house, you know, he was the A&R guy. So when we went there, so I took the baseline, don't look any further, and uh, and I went there, we put the song called Jersey Bustin' Out. Now, you got to remember, in that time, the, uh, in that time, uh, um, nobody from Jersey really was popping, not really. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we went over there, and we... Um, 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 try to get in the door with them. So they had us coming back, coming back, coming back. So a guy named Freddie, who was the vice president, said, yo, let me hear this. He said, I'm digging this record. I'm digging this record. He gave us, he said, listen, I'm going to hook you up with the A&R man, which was Cutmaster DC, right? He cut him. Then all of a sudden, he, he listened to it. Okay, 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 okay. Then all of a sudden, he said, bring this back. I, I want to show it to my man. I want, I, want, I want the president to hear it. So I come back. Now, we don't know that Rock Kim and Eric B had just got signed to that label. Mm-hmm. They had just got signed to that label, right? Now, um, I know, now, I, I had uh, never had uh, ran into Rod there. I never uh, ran into uh, Eric B there. But Cutmaster DC knew them very well. Because um, sometimes we would listen, so you just missed him. He was here, he was here, right? Even how uh, uh, Kim got put together with Cutting After These, there was nothing like running buddies, you know what I'm saying? That whole thing happened just through industry, you know, somebody didn't show right. up, and that's how he, you know, anyway. Right. So, man, what happens, I get a record to him, I get a record to him, let him hear it. So we're thinking, well, uh, they're going to call us back in the week so we can lay it down to sign contracts. <laughs> they stopped calling me. Then, and, and look what happened, look what happened. Then, because they had they had a record out called "Check Out My Melody" and Eric B for president. Then next thing I know, they come out with the same beat, the same song, and, and they paid him full, mm-hmm. which became a global success. There it is. It can happen to me again. I said, "There you go." He took it. He took it. Put the idea in their head. They took the stuff, gave it to him. They made what? Uh, uh, now uh, they made paid him full. Now I don't. I do not blame Rock Kim. I don't think Rock Kim really knew. I don't even know Eric B. though. I, I I don't know. But I'm pretty sure Rock Kim didn't know that because he don't flow like that. You know what I'm saying? I, right. I I never met the brother, but everything I've heard from that brother, he's just not. And he was too gifted to even black. You know, so he he wasn't like that. I know uh, Cutmaster DC sold us out and gave our song to them, and um, they went and you know did what they did to it, and that was the end of that. You know what I mean? That cat never. Talk to me, never called this again, man. And I got tons of witnesses of how that happened. Right. Tons of witnesses. How well, that, that, that thing I, still I, I was playing the jam. I was playing the jam in Jersey. He was playing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually remember all of that. And, um, you yeah, know, man. that type of, you know, tactic, those things are still going on to this day, man. Yeah, man. Um, but just yeah, man. before we move on, I want you to know that I do have a copy of Omega ones teach the word, man. So oh, wow. I actually, I actually have the vinyl, bro. So, wow. <laughs> you know, um, hey man, listen real quick, like real quick, yo man, that got um he Paul Kaiser turned out to be um a fox in the hole too because he released that and didn't tell us nothing. Put the record out in states far away from it and overseas. And I get all of a sudden, I'm on the internet one day, and I start, or actually before the internet, somebody told me that they saw my stuff out there. They told mm. me they heard it on the radio wow. from another state. I said, are you kidding me? Come to find out, man, the man threw the record out, didn't tell us nothing about it. And yo, man, we never saw a dime of that. Horrible. Not a dime. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's definitely yeah, like man. that. It's definitely like that. Um, You know, we, we've we come a long way. Uh, You've come yeah. a, long, a very long way 
And um, you've evolved. Uh, your music has evolved, but yeah, that record is one of my favorite records, man, to date. Uh, there's a there's yeah, a piece of work. I think was a masterpiece, man. It was a masterpiece. It was a yeah. masterpiece. Yo, yeah. man, did, did did you know? Did you know the background on that, man? Remember the group, uh, the group guy. Absolutely. Now, Guy, there was another, Guy used to be a, a, a bigger group. It, it, was, it was other people that was involved for, uh, with them. So what happened was, uh, half the group got signed, the other went didn't. So they, the other people came out with a group called um, In Effect. And In Effect um, um, was trying to make it on their own, but nobody signed it because they sounded just like those other cats, right? right. That's the cast that's on the record. In Effect, they the ones that's on that record. That's the background, or including and also Ben Hilliard. Remember him? Ben Hilliard is on that record. No doubt. No that's doubt. him doing the, doing the high. As a matter of fact, Ben Hilliard played the bass. And you know how legendary Ben is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me ask you this. What? Yeah, um, Omega X1. A mm-hmm. lot of people know of you as Omega 1. What is the, what was the inspiration? Where did you get the, 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 the uh, inspiration to, Attach yourself to that name. I tell you, man. I tell you. Um, at first, you know, coming up through all the years, on uh, my early years, of my teen years, everybody is a battle rapper. Everybody knew me as 007. I was battling everybody, things like that. You know, the 007. And that really didn't come from like a secret agent. That was the knife. Remember, there was a knife out back then. Right. Remember that? Right. It was a big knife with a 007 on it, right? right. Came out in the um, early 80s, late 70s, early 80s. Real big knife. You got caught with it, you was getting charges. So anyway, I started off as a DJ. You know, so that's how I came up with 007. That's how I started. Then I started rapping. Listen, I said, oh, man. I said, let me learn how to cut so I can rap on top of that. Then I told you about that story. I got all the tapes and everything. But anyway, what, what made me, uh, I changed from 007 when, when my life started changing because when I was 007, man, I was doing some, some stuff. Now, you know, I was, I was constantly getting arrested. I was in juvie. I'm back and forth. I'm doing some other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Going to Yardville, Jamesburg. You know, I'm, I'm right. doing some stuff. Right. But when, when, I, when I started growing mentally and spiritually, I started seeing uh, the, the uh, my eyes first. I did an album that really never got loose. I really need to see some tracks. It's called... Um, um, a strong black movement, and I started seeing the degradation and the hurt of our people, and I started seeing um, just how everybody was destroying it. It, 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 it was just being destroying each other. I saw how the lack of knowing who we were, uh, knowing who we are, too. Um, I saw how we were destroying each other and how we were destroying self. So I, I, I started doing a lot of reading, and uh, I read two books when I'm on with the King, when I'm Malcolm X. I read, I read a book. And the reason why I read them about those two people first is because um, they both had two different ideologies, but at the end, before they assassinated them, right, I think that's one reason uh, why they assassinated them, because they saw they were, they were coming together, because they had found a common ground. And in that common ground, matter of fact, I got a whole documentary on that. They, they, had, they had found a common ground that where they could move forward for the betterment of, of our people, right? So I thought that was awesome. So what made me pick up the X? Because I looked at how um, Malcolm X 
the, um, it, it represented that, listen, you gave me my name, you gave me this, you made me this, you made me that. I'm not going by that no more. I'm going by this. I'm going by X. And that that can represent what he wanted it to, to represent. Then I looked at why the X is there, of the people who um, couldn't read it right back in the day, and they would put uh, X there, and they said, just put an X there. Mm-hmm. And they was able to tell by the signature of the X whether that was his or her X or not. So that I put those two things together, and I said, "Listen, the old guy is dead. I'm not like uh, I was when I was uh, out there wilding. I'm not like uh, what they want me to be." I said, "You know, man, my thing is, listen, man. Uh, I'm walking with God. Walking with God first. I'm walking with uh, a bunch of love with my people. I, I truly believe um, loving um, everybody possible. But I'm not stupid enough to think that I can hug a person trying to kill me. You know what I'm saying? I'm so much in love that I I don't defend myself." So, so I, I, I really understood where Malcolm was coming from in that. And I understand where Martin Luther King was coming from is that we got to move forward as a people. Right. So I adopted both of those things. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I said the only way to explain that is say Omega X1, which means like because I have found, like I can't find another person who like another rapper that's standing up, a uh, rapper, entertainer, just never rapper who are, uh, standing for the type of things I'm standing for. So my name actually means the last unknown one. Because even when they, uh, um, where, where all those other groups, I was out with all the people and everybody made it. I was in those. I was, listen, I can tell you the thing of the Chris Blow, LL, uh, D, and all these people, and Kumo D, and all them. So see all these people live. But they, they, everybody, and then people from my own neighborhood was getting signed, getting signed. I've been selling out over there, right, right? Right. And I just, and it wasn't, and it was always because I was too smart. I wasn't going to give away my royalties. I wasn't going to give away uh, my publishing. And I wasn't going to say I was from New York. Because of those three things, I never got signed. Mm. And one producer told me, he said, the problem with you is not that you ain't good. You're definitely good enough. He said, actually, I think you're better than most. He said, because you can put together um, um, stuff real, um, you know, lyrical hip-hop, and you can put together things. You can put together band music. You can put together soul music. You can write. He said, but you're too smart. Mm. Wow. So nobody wants to find you. He said, wow. you're too smart. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it real with you. And that's when I was at Profile. I was trying to get signed at Profile. He said, you're too smart. He said, they're not going to sign you. He said, because you, uh, you question the numbers. You question the books. Because I became a reader. I became educated. Right. And I wouldn't let them do to me what they wanted me. So they couldn't, That's they what couldn't they maneuver you. It, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so I'm, I'm that other thing. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, you, mentioned, you mentioned, uh, you know, uh, Scared Straight. And I know you've probably yeah. heard this question uh, a zillion times. Um, I've done three of them. Yeah. That, that, that. Scared Straight is a reality TV show that's um, been in the. I mean, it's been on for forty two years now. Um, you are making you, another one right now, right? You were on the the uh, very first uh, season, correct? The v- very first show, yeah, yeah, nineteen seventy eight, correct? I was also in nineteen eighty. You know, saying right, and I did another one in nineteen ninety. Okay, well, that very first one as a mm-hmm. um, a juvenile was it? What? How mm-hmm. old were you then? 15 years old, man. So going through all of that, being, um, you know, in that moment on that uh, TV show, did you, could you say that there were any positive um, effects that that show had on your psychic or on your being? 
Yeah, yeah I, I, let me say, oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, um, uh, first of all, let me say, everything that happens to me there, everything that man, um, uh, it was a lot of positive stuff happening there, too. There was also politics with that, but a lot of good stuff happened. Let me tell you what I mean by that, right? Anytime they make a show or a TV or a movie, right, it's more about how we're going to sell it than it is about truth. Mm. Let me start right there. Right. It's about how we gonna sell it. Because at the end of the day, the investors want their money back. Whoever invested to get that documentary done, That's they right. want they want the documentary and the series, they want their money back. So they don't care how good your subject is, how good your script is, they don't care about none of that. They say, Show me and convince me. How are we going to make money? That's right. all they want to know. Right. So let me start right there. So we had to, um, at the end of it, you notice that we'll, we'll say stuff like, yeah, man, Scare Straight put me here. Scare Straight did this one. Scare Straight. But we were told to say that piece because, because you needed that type of climax to that type of thing. America had to believe right. that this thing right. was, you know, was really, really working. Right? right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Now, I'm not saying that it, it didn't work it. But they painted a picture before we, we got the results. You understand? Right. Now, the good things that happened there was, when I first got the results, I mean, um, there was no time to see if, it, uh, if it, we were affected. Because after we got finished filming, they said, okay, you guys are better now. You get right. it? <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How would you know that, man? We just, that just said, cut, it's been like an hour. <laughs> you know? Right. Anyway, um, there is a... Um, they, with a good positives for, uh, I got to meet some beautiful people. And let me tell you about some of these inmates off camera. Off camera talking to them, I'm going to tell you something. These brothers were some of the smartest, most intelligent, most, 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 I'm talking about, I, I, I talk to these guys. Man. Some of them I, I still know to today. And they have contacted them. We talked to them. They got their lives together in the whole nine yards. Mm. Let, me, let me share something with you, man. The stuff they told us off camera was 10 times more powerful than what you saw on the end of the film. Mm. But it was too strong for TV back then. Right. You understand what I'm saying? These cats told me about stuff in tears that they regretted doing. Tears, bro. I'm talking these grown men, man. Right. Blew me away, brother. Blew me away. Because not only was they sorrowful for what they had done, Right, because these cats had grew. That's why they put their program together. It was the inmates who did that. You know what I'm saying? When 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 Hollywood came to uh, uh, to take advantage of that show, that's what they was. Um, excuse me, that program. That's what they were doing, taking advantage of that program. They say, yeah, listen, let's go, let's go exploit that, and make some money. Right, right. That's what that was about. Right. And you notice it was the first time. It was the first time in um, uh, TV. Uh, anywhere in the United States where they allow cursing to that degree. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's why I was shocked. Because we had never heard that. You know what I'm saying? That when you can talk like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Today, you can put it on a record. You can get away in a movie. But back then, you couldn't say that on TV. You couldn't say that in a movie. Like, you couldn't say that. You know what I'm saying? And th- so they said, we're going to leave it raw. And that's how they got the Oscar. Because of shock value. But when I met those cats off camera, even the cat with um, you saw with the one eye and everything like that, right? right. I don't want to um, throw their names out there because I didn't ask them about that. But I'll say this: I talked to uh, a lot of these cats, but even back then when I talked to them off camera, yo man, they they was not. Um, it wasn't a show of how they felt 
about not trying to keep us from coming there. That part wasn't a show. The industry made it a show. Right. Get it? I just want to throw that out there. Big hat to those. Big up to those guys, man. Big up to those guys, man. Because yeah, those guys, man. I'm telling. Yeah, man. It was heartfelt with them. I'm telling you. I think that, I think it goes a long way because uh, you know that experience again, just like in music, that TV experience is still present. You know where yeah, you know um, basically a lot of people are just being exploited. You know, you turn on these, these uh, you know reality TV shows, man, and it's it's horrible because it's morale breaking. You know, Amen, and, yeah, and, yeah, and so yeah. you know, I'm I'm thankful that you know you were able to take things and allow it to transition in your life um you have you have something called man of war an album that you uh, are working on or is it released mm-hmm. well the album i just got finished the album it was going to be released um in uh as of january uh first new year's it was gonna, that's why when i see that poster it, it says uh starts in january but, but what happened was because the movie wasn't ready they said now we're going to push it back into the summer so the movie wasn't ready because the movie, I had to go back and get some of the rewrites to it. It's actually, they actually made it better. And um, what I love about it, uh, about Man of War, is that it captures, uh, I don't want to give too many spoilers away because it is, it is about my life, right? But I will say this. And right. they, they really, they did a great thing. Um, matter of fact, by the way, a lot of it's going to be shot uh, um, in Passaic. Gonna be shot in Passaic, Passaic, Paddington, North, New Jersey. It's gonna be a lot of it. Gonna be shot there. Okay. We actually going to um, uh, Number Eleven. We're gonna be filming over there. We going uh, downtown, uh, Number A School, Pulaski, Monroe Street, all that kind of stuff. So we 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 already have that part already uh, set up. We also too, by the way, on a side note, we also I'm working on a, a film called Boy in the Park, which is uh, the first tour in the park uh, with Bobby Thomas. I have to uh, actually meet with their. Um, um, with one of the families over there, got to meet with their families about doing the likeness of Bobby Thomas and stuff like that. So I'm working on that film um, as well. You know what I'm saying? So that that's a, a film that's going to be all about uh, doing it in the park. It's going to be it's going to be almost like um, if Cooley High left the wood. It's that that's how I'm writing it. You know. Right. So um, yeah, for those who don't know this, I, I am a, a multi award winning um, producer and writer of film. So those who don't know that, I have a lot of uh, things from my conditions now and where things that I wrote, you know. So anyway, just to answer this too, so I don't forget, um, the Man of War album um, really is, you know, it, it took it from Man, like Man coming up from heaven. She just said, I am the bread that comes down from heaven, things like that. Everybody who knows that I'm, I'm a Christian, I'm a born again Christian, but, but, but I'm, I'm a born again Christian in freedom and liberty, not born again Christian that I'm so tight and religious. I can't talk about nothing else. That's, right. that's not where I'm at. Right. So, um, because some people run your way with that, you know what I mean? So I'll leave that right there. So, um, what, what Man of War is like this. Man of War is about what are you being fed? Because manna is food from heaven. So that is supposed to be stuff that we eat. In spiritual sense, what do we take in that's going to feed us? Like something I saw that you do on social media, I thought was great. Every now and then, I'll see that you'll post a picture. And you'll give a caption that make people think, but it's always in a positive light. Right. That's that. See, that's food. That's food. That that that's good food. Right. But right now, now check this out. But there's a lot of stuff out there, like you know, whether in the industry, whether in politics, whether it's just coming from the street. There are a lot of uh, things posing as good food, 
You understand what I'm saying? But it's really poison if you take that. Like if somebody says, hey, man, I'm going to teach you how to hustle and steal and do this or something like that. It may sound like a good thing, but he really setting you up for destruction. You understand what I'm saying? Right. So I use that analogy so you can see why the album Man of War, why I made it Man of War. Because I'm, I'm trying to come from some, some another place. You understand what I'm saying? And everybody knows that my foundation is the Bible, which is gospel. That's my foundation. That's what, um, I believe that's my personal faith. I don't like other people for the faith, but that, that's my faith. And I also um, understand that people... Um, personality and their face should be respected. You know what I'm saying? That they're, or whatever, wherever they're coming from should be respected as well. So I say that with this. My heart just wants to show love. It wants to show love of what I represent. I want to show love. I want to show goodwill. I want to give them good manner. That's what the manner war is about. Mm. Now, is there any, uh, any collabs on there? You have any uh, other producers on there? Yeah, man. Uh, actually... I really don't want to get out of the way. That's part of the surprise, <laughs> right? We got, yeah, we got some stuff on there, man. We got some collabs on there. And um, I, 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 they made me promise before I came on here not to say nothing because it's part of the surprise. It's part of the marketing campaign. But I would say yes. Yes, there is. Okay. Yes. Notable, too. Notable. Okay. Yes. One, on, on, on a side note, you've, uh, I've always known you to uh, practice martial arts. Yes. Um, what could you, you know, share with us um, in regards to your experiences? Um, are you, do you have any belts on there? Like any awards? Yeah, what's what's going? Because I know you love yeah, martial arts. Well, well, I've been I've been doing martial arts um, since I was a kid, as everybody knows knows me. Um, I started out at Taekwondo. I started I started out actually. Let's go before that. Even before that, uh, when I started out a basic. Uh, go to karate, which I used to go down to the boys club and had a lid up and start learning. You know, I was a kid. And that really sparked me after watching Green Hornet and Halo on TV and things like that, you know. But um, so I went down to the boys club and I always wanted to go to this guy, um, since they read, I always wanted to go to Red, but I couldn't go to Red at that time because Red didn't have a school yet set up that where I could get to. You know right. what I'm saying, right? Right. So, um, you know, Red was always a real cool cat, man. He's uh, since he said Red was very respectable. But I never got a chance to really study with him. And my first real breaking was with uh, with with Tony Rivera. With Tony Rivera, there was a guy named Carlito who was in the military, and uh, he knew a lot of uh, martial arts and things like that. He used to teach martial art in uh, the military. There's a guy named Sylvester Wright who lived around the corner from me on the Prince Collin Avenue and I lived on Summer Street. These cats was, he was into uh, Hong Kong, Kung Fu, and Southern Kung Fu. Vance Carter was from uh, Central Lab, right down the street from where he used to live, uh, where Vance Carter was. Yeah, cats, yeah, practice. I remember Vance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what yeah. they did was, one day, uh, they invited me down to uh, the boys' club. I went down to the boys' club, and there was a guy down there, uh, Junior, he was teaching um, Goju Karate, and he said, yo, listen, he said, it doesn't cost you anything. He said, all I ask him for is your time. And he would come there every day for about two hours and teach the kids. And we started off about 30 people, like we always do, but at the end, uh, at their class, when he had about eight people, but um, I stayed there until I graduated. That was my first. Then I moved down to Taekwondo. Um, after I got Taekwondo, then I moved down to Hong Kong Kung Fu, which you know I studied under Sipo Pages Apparel, Frankie Yee, DQA, which is in um, Chinatown, New York. Um, and that's why I'm online with all the pictures for them. That's my children are. I really love Hong Kong Kung Fu, which is Earth and World, World Fire, Snake Train, Leopard, Tiger, and Dragon. So for that, so 
They had to consist of those elements. And we also have uh, Kwando, uh, Spear, Tiger Fork, Double Butterfly, you know, um, Cole, uh, you know, things like that. You know what I mean? So, so you get hand forms first, then you get the weapons. It's a full art. So I love, I love about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my sequel is still a great friend of mine today. Um, I actually went, I actually, man, um, I actually took uh, the Chang Fung version of Kung Fu, which is this artist based in Chinatown. Because like, I'm, I'm sorry, straight from China. It was based in Chinatown when Yi Chi Wei, my grandmaster, who's my Si Gong, came over to New York City and he started teaching in New York. And uh, my Sifu became one of his uh, number one students who became a master of Sifu. And he came to Clifton. When he came to Clifton, um, um, a guy by the name of George and Jerome, they were already going to him. So they started teaching me, showing me some stuff, and they took me to their Sifu, which was Pedro. It's a good friend of mine today, Sifu Pedro Yi. And he became my Sifu, my teacher, my master. And that's where we, uh, we are brothers and friends to this day. Um, I took it to uh, I took that art to Pennsylvania to Philadelphia. There was no time from version of Home God in um, in Philadelphia. I was uh, I am accredited for uh, branching out and taking uh, uh, kung fu over there. I had the biggest, most successful kung fu school in Philadelphia. Mm. That is a fact. That is a fact of life. And um, I had. Um, classes in the morning, classes to the day, and classes in the evening. Uh, that's all I did, four times, that's all I did. And we would do that, and we would practice Kung Fu and film. Do that, practice Kung Fu and film. Do that, practice Kung Fu and film. That's all we did, you know, for years, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's wow. What we did, yeah, but I, when I was in Philadelphia, that's all I was doing with it. That's all I was doing with teaching martial arts. And when I left, I gave my um, school to um, Sean McKellen, who actually became a Sifu himself. Uh, he got licensed by the branch, and uh, he started teaching in Philadelphia. Then he moved uh, to the next neighboring city, and his school is successful to this day. To mm-hmm. this day, but, but I was the core of all of the home God um, Kung Fu Academies in Philadelphia. I was the core, that system, should I say. Mm. Is there any relationship between uh, your music and the arts, martial arts? Oh yeah, man. Kung fu, man. Kung fu is like this, man. It's kung fu, karate, martial arts. Uh, you know, it's like it's like um, what they say, like basketball, the game of life. Because the, what you get in martial arts, and, and this is what Wu Tang was trying to play off of poetically, um, the discipline and what there's a thing they call called iron will. Right, iron will just means that you're going to be focused and you are not going to give up what you're trying to do. Martial art had a lot to do for that, uh, with that for me because out of all the years I was studying martial art, martial art gave me the discipline and gave me uh, the spiritual fortitude not to give up because the thing is hard or because the thing is different. And that's how um, I was able to break through in the film industry and to, to do the things that I'm doing now, you know, on these motion pitches and series and things like that, because I didn't give up. Where a lot of people who started out with me, they gave up because the road is hard, but you can't give up. You got to keep pushing forward. You got to believe what nobody else is believing. And that's what martial art does for you. Mm. When martial art first comes, you get your first form, you start the first form, I'm just stop hurt. It's painful. 
you know, your legs hurt, your body hurt, your muscles hurt, your mind get tired, and and you know, and they always tell you, don't 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 be looking at the people in front of you. Don't look over there. You got to concentrate on what you are doing. Right. Forget about what they do. Don't be trying to get to the to the sword or get to the pole <laughs> or get to the spear. Yeah. Don't just stop that. You know what I mean? Right. Get this right first. And, and here's what I learned. Here's what I learned. And and martial art taught me this. Here's what I learned. In the first form, hands on what's uh, called Gunji. Right? You got Gunji, Fu Fu, Fu Hak Sing, Ken, and stuff like that. But Gunji, Fu Fu is actually a very long form. Gunji is the first form, and Fu Fu is the second. But it used to be one form, but they split it in half because it's so long. So you got hundreds of moves in this thing. So anyway, you have to learn the first form, or you can't do the second half. Then you have to learn the second half, or you can't do Fu Hak Sing Fung Chen, which is uh, a tiger doing crane doing tiger doing crane and I pattern. You can't you can't do that other form. It's a tiger crane form. You can't even do it because you didn't learn the fundamentals that was in the first form or the second form. So then after you get after you get the uh, tiger crane, they're gonna put a sword in your hand. When they put the sword in your hand, if you didn't have the beginning forms, right? You can't do that sword form because every movement from that sword form comes off of that hand or off those hand forms. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. Then you go to the next weapon. So it's a building process. Right. So in other words, you can't cheat the process if you want to be legit. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. And martial art uh, instilled that in me, and um, it, it drove that deep into my heart, into my mind. And that's why I was able to keep pushing. And that's why even years later, um, I can come up. Listen, man, I'm saying this to the whole world. Everybody listen to me. Listen, I, um, I was born in 1962, right? And I, I came and I put up this rap album that I just did. I just, right? So that makes me almost 60, right? Why did I do that? Why? For two reasons. Number one, I really had something to say because I'm an elder. And anything, if you remove the elders away from anything, Right? You take away the wisdom. Mm-hmm. You take away those who went before you. Mm-hmm. So you need elders. That's why you need fathers. That's why you need mothers. That's why you need grandmothers. You need people before you to hear what they have done so you can build. That's right. Now, it, it, that's number one. Right? Number two, because I want to let everybody know that you're never too old to fulfill your dream. Mm. You're not too old, not too young. You're not inadequate. Right. Your, the, the biggest battle is in your mind. Or uh, you listen to people telling you that you missed it or that you're too late. That's right. And, I, and I'm gonna say this, I'm gonna say one more thing too about this. And, and, and this is real talk. And and we can be our own worst enemy. We are, and, and I'm talking to the whole rap community and black people. We can be some of our worst enemies. Let me, let me give you an example. If you take rock and roll. The most successful groups is your rock and roll. People uh, uh, really look at when you got the older groups, the Rolling Stones, right? Still today will sell out like ain't nobody's business, right? They've been around for years. I'm just using this one group for them because there are many. I'm just using the, uh, uh, the, the Rolling Stones. They do a concert. Everybody want to go. Bon Jovi do a concert. Everybody go. You know why? Because those parents go take their children and say, let me show you what this is like. Take a look at this. Yeah, when they go to those concerts, you'll see young and old people there. I know because I've been there. You see young and old people there, right? And they honor those rock and roll people. Right. They honor those. Right. Look at the jazz people. They honor those people who went before them. You see what I'm saying? And yet you said, even with disco music, they, they just gave Donald Summer a award a few years ago. They honor these people for disco. 
They're honoring them. But in rap music, you say, oh, oh no, that's a young people thing. That's a big, that's, that, that is such an insult to the people who came before you. Because if there was no Killer Rocks, if there was no uh, Scotland Rocks, and no Boogie Down Productions, no Run DMC, no Kumo Dean and Treacherous 3, Funky 4 plus one more, and all this stuff. If there was no groups like that, there would be no groups like this today because they broke the, they broke the ice. African Bambada and those guys, they broke it. Uh, and Flash and, and Grandmaster Flash and Furious 5 and all these cats, they were the pioneers. How dare anybody insult that? How, how dare we say they washed up? How dare you do that? Because, listen, if you take away the eldership and you take away the pioneers, and people, I'm telling you right now, you defeat yourself. That's because right. if you keep living, you're going to get there, too. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And I think that's one of the, uh, you know, the uh, misconceptions that reality TV gives people, you mm-hmm. know, they, they, you know, the, the youth never realize for one second that you're, you're approaching being an elder someday, you know, yourself. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I think everything you're saying is, is right on. Um, when it comes to man of war, is there a release date on that? Man, they are just actually, but I don't, I don't want to say it here, but I will tell you this. I would say the reason why, because because uh, of the contention with the movie. And here's why I don't want to say, I want to disappoint anybody who goes look for it, right? Because the album, the album is strong. Uh, oh, yeah, by the way, let me say this. When you go look for the album, don't go look, if, when you hear the stuff, don't look for the stuff they're doing now. I'm not from, I'm not from this age. You know, I'm trying to be. And, 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 and I don't want to sound or try to be something that I'm not. I don't want to be sick. I don't want to try to just accelerate that. That's not what I'm doing. Right. So what I'm making is uh, it's a reflection of where I come from, because somebody said this to me once. They said, yo, man, it's not popping. It's not dated. My reply to him was this. And, and he looked at me like a deer headlights. I said, maybe one person who's not dated. He said because it was, minute, he said it was he said outdated. Like, no, no, no. He said, he, he said, he said, he said, your stuff is hot, but it sounds dated. <laughs> I said, name me one person on the planet who is not dated. Because the minute you were born, you were dated. I said, dating is not a bad thing. That's why you respect the people who came before you. Right. I said, listen, I don't know what you, I said, listen, when, when, when I see here Wu-Tang Clan and them come on, right, my, my ears go up. Why? Because they got a sound that I like. That's when, right. If I hear, if I see LL come out, with he got a sound that I like. You understand what I'm saying, right? So when, when one of the legends puts up, no, I'm interested. Right. Because I know they was my feel good before most of them. These new cats was even born. That's they right. was my feel good. That's so right. how dare I disrespect them and talk about their dating because they're not doing what these people are doing? You understand what I'm saying? The new people. That's real. That's that, that's, that's real. That's real. That's foolish. Yeah, man. That's what so you 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 put a lot out there. Um, before we get out of here, any um yeah. any. I mean, for those who were listening, you definitely shared a lot of wisdom. Uh, yeah, man. Thank you for that, man. God bless you, brother. Last words of wisdom on the show from 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 yeah, your man. heart, from your soul to the listeners. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, man. I, 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 I want to say this one thing. I want to say this to everybody. First of all, man, I want to say blessings to everybody. God bless you all after listening. Um, it's one of the greatest radio stations that I give you a platform that actually be free and for you to talk about uh, the things that are important to you. I think that is awesome. So let's all support the show. Let's like, share, let's spread the word uh, about this. And, then, and, and let me, he didn't ask me to say this, so I'm saying it from my heart. 
because we got to support one another. we got to support one another. And if you're doing something, you want somebody to support you. So let's support one another, not hate, let's support one another, because this world is big enough that it's enough to, enough uh, blessing to go around for everybody. We don't have to hoard nothing. That, that's a slave mentality. Mm. We think that we got to hoard things um, to ourselves or, uh, or we're not going to make it. I can't beat him up because I'm doing my thing. That is so, so wrong. So I'm going to leave everybody with this. Let me say this. Listen here. Um, uh, I want to thank everybody who supports us, what we're doing. Um, I want to give a shout out to D.A. Jackson, uh, my director and my mentor, uh, King, King producer, making a um, super film. Um, this guy is just awesome. Uh, uh, Florida, he is just awesome. I give a shout out to him. I give a shout out to Chris B., my music producer, uh, who um, put it on without him. I could not have done the album. I give a, a shout out to these guys. Also to uh, D. Riley, uh, who are helping us film the, um, the movies that we're doing right now and the videos, the music videos that we put together. I want to thank everybody we met from here to Hollywood that uh, that allowed me to come in and to produce film and to uh, have a chance to lay my stuff at on the table. Those who don't believe in the upcoming film, uh, Harlem 5 um, and I'm saying you really missed the boat because we got people on that. Uh, another show that I wrote uh, for Harlem 5 we got comments. So I want to thank everybody uh, who supported us. Those who don't know uh, what Stacey Adams is doing, that's my film name, Stacey Seattle as a producer. Um, and those who don't know that, uh, I'm really trying to create uh, opportunity and jobs for people who are looking to uh, get into industry and those who would not have been shown, um, let's just say, in, in the, the circles that would have kept them out. You know what I'm saying? So we're trying to bring in new faces, new talents. So if you're an actor, if you're an actor or you're an actress, right, if you're looking to do film, you really want to get in touch with us really want to be able to um, connect with us because we got a lot of projects going on. We got a lot of work coming up in uh, the 2000s, a lot of work coming up, you know, and so in 2021, 22, 23, just real quick, just to hit them all so you know I'm not talking, we got Harlem 5 the series uh, we, we got um, coming out, we're working on right now, which most likely will be for uh, Netflix uh, or something, one of those platforms, streaming platform. We also uh, have Lock and Load, which was designed for Queen uh, Latifah and J-Lo. Um, um, we already know that or we can contact them. It's just con- con- um, contractual things we're trying to work out, you know, that thing going on, right? We also, um, too, and this is one of we got show uh, a film, full feature film that I'm writing called Ebony, right? We have not casted that yet. We still uh, uh, um, have that under construction as well. And just to give you another, we got Wind Trackers, we the series. You really are. That's going to be, um, it was designed to be a full feature, but now uh, they want it to be a series. So uh, that's something we've been working off of by the past seven years. Sometimes these things take long. Uh, uh, to do, like to do um, 8 Mile, before they did 8 Mile, that took about 9 years to come out. To do Matrix took about 11 years to come out. I mean, it, these things take a minute because when you're dealing with massive budgets, people are not so fast to throw you money out there, you know, that they want to be sure that they're going to get their money back. So um, we have um, entered that realm that where we can um, uh, provide jobs, you know, in, you know, for your actor, producer, you're on the DP, you know, uh, director of photography, you want to be on that team, but we have opportunities. So uh, what we're saying is, you guys, um, get your time together, sharpen your skills, and keep in touch. You can find me at Omega X1007 on at gmail.com, uh, at JSAT Media. All right, uh, gmail.com, also to that workhorse at gmail.com. Uh, so you guys have got that, and you can contact us. You send us your stuff, send us your headshot, send us what you have done, 
And because uh, we are looking, we're looking for great talent, especially for people of color. But that doesn't mean we're only taking people of color. I mean, especially people of color, because usually the, the gates are not as wide open as what we're doing. There's a few others doing we're doing, but not many. So we're one of those contexts. I want to say God bless you all. Very powerful, brother. Um, Stacy Adams, martial artist, recording artist, actor, writer, performer, Omega One, Omega X One, the last unknown one thank you much man it's been a pleasure to have you on bless you brother hold on one second do not hang up hold on wnt9 talk radio i'm your host king henry and we've had a special special guest with us today a great time listen to this joint right here from the upcoming project man of war
Recognize this, Christ, 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 Christ